0: All right, everybody! uh, Thank you for joining us on the first episode, the first of the Bobby Horror Picture Show. I'm your host, Bobby Babylon. I am joined by the legendary Sleeves. You'll find him on Twitter at it's me Sleeves. He's a he's a 13 year old that knows his movies. He's gonna help me out. navigating some of these films with our guest and we're glad to have franklin lombardo as our very first some of you know him from sons of tucson he's the friend of bug and he's the uncle of howard the host of uncle to uncle check him out on twitter bug tv franklin franklin thank you for joining us for our first step
1: hell of an intro it is an honor to be here with you guys oh my god the bobby horror picture show uh wow you know when you first told me the name i thought i heard something else i'm glad because you're with a 13 year old prodigy one heck of a prodigy might i add you know true legend a true internet legend in sleeves guys i'm honored to be on the first episode because you know everybody loves the first episode of the simpsons everybody loves the first episode of seinfeld the first is always the best Frank, uh, so excited to have you here. This is, this is
2: epic. This is, a. Uh, have been in your bed
1: before. <laughs> that is true. you can confirm this. This is the first time you've been in my bed. That's true. I just hop on the sack and I said, guys, let's get to recording. And that's, that's why, that's why we
2: had to ask you. We're so familiar with each other, uh, and our taste in films—that's that's why we chose. That's why we chose to watch your favorite all-time film, *Vegas Vacation*.
1: That's right, the uh, National Lampoon's *Vegas Vacation*. Uh, I'm not much of a National Lampoon's kind of guy. I don't know if they've even removed the National Lampoon's as the introduction—the introduction to a a film anymore. It doesn't seem necessary. Might even be a bit of a deterrent, but uh. I feel like that franchise in general uh, peaked with Vegas Vacation, a fine film. Um, I know Bobby knows quite a bit about it. He actually refreshed my memory on some parts. And so the fun film has all the elements I like. I'm very family-oriented, as you gentlemen know. But uh, I'm also, uh, I also get horned up sometimes, just like everybody in that film. So it really connected with me.
2: Well, And this movie has both of those. It has a healthy, horny family. <laughs> and they're going on a family vacation to the beautiful sin city, Las Vegas. Franklin, oops. <laughs> Franklin, did you pick this movie because you love to sin?
1: <laughs> no, no. Not at all. It actually teaches the dangers of being too horned up, and I know I know what you're thinking Too horned up? How's that a problem? Am I right? (laughs) There's a
0: lot of messages in this movie, actually. Clark's a super dad just for letting his teenage son know that he shouldn't be turned on by his cousin at a certain point (laughs) in the film. There's a lot of really touching just family here, even though they're really horny about things, wife included for Wayne Newton.
1: (laughs) Uh, You bring up a good point. There's a point in every father's life, Or they have to tell their son, hey, I get it, you're horny, but your cousin is off-limits. You know, that might be fine in Shelbyville, but uh, not in the actual universe. So, very brave of Clark Griswold to make that stance. Uh, Especially in a world, especially when he knew what his son could become. You know, he is a superhero in himself, Clark Griswold. He is. uh, You brought up a great point. He's a superhero, and he knew his son's potential, and his son's potential far exceeded his father's, as we would later find out in the film. But uh, yeah, it's just the powers of Clark Griswold to uh, bring out the best in people is really something. Well, you mentioned the cousin being horny for the cousin.
2: Let's let's go over the movie real fast. So Clark Griswold. Gets a promotion at work, and to celebrate, he takes the entire family on a lovely family vacation to Las Vegas. On the way there, they bump into Eddie, who has this hot daughter that is a stripper. Um, I'd like to talk about Eddie for a little bit. Can we talk about Eddie? Let's for talk a about bit?
1: Eddie. I mean, portrayed by uh, the great Randy Quaid. Uh, the best Quaid. The best Quaid. Uh, fun fact, a friend of ours, uh, Van, actually uh, worked a little bit with Randy Quaid uh, in uh, Balls Out, the Gary the Tennis Coach story. Oh, that's John something. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The legend. Yeah, so, uh, you know, that those are Van stories to tell. He, he does say everybody on set was a class act, so, you know... Um, well, I think
0: Eddie is an understated class act in mm-hmm. the whole scheme of the movie, okay? Right. Because the Griswolds kind of shit on Cousin Eddie. He's living out in the desert. He's got a metal plate in his head. His kids play with snakes when he leaves. But he's a cool guy that really takes care of everybody. And he teaches that daughter dance moves for <laughs> her stripping and dancing career.
1: And what kind of dad is that? You know, what perfect. great father figures in this film?
2: Well, Eddie Eddie is such a I relate to this character so much. He's so cool. He's wearing a red fishnet tank top for a large portion of the film. He's got a dozen kids. Frank, I think this guy may have had sex more than you.
1: You know, I I at one point I would say that's impossible, but I think yeah, I think he does have the uh, a certain amount of kids there. He might be an A-time sex haver, which is uh, damn near record-breaking if you uh, if you ask me. I like the way he cooked. He would just throw those steaks right on the uh, the the rocks. Yeah, I mean you're feeding a
0: lot of kids. You'd be using up some propane. Might as well use that desert
2: heat and take care of everybody. And he owns all that land. Go ahead.
1: Sorry. Oh no, I was just saying he just owns all that property he got as well from a government settlement or something of the sort yes he's a landowner he's a landowner i mean that's he, not bad
2: but on top of his delicious chicken that he cooks on the rocks he walks around with a six-pack of bush
1: <laughs> on on his hip at all times <laughs> The, the wor- i haven't had bush in a while so i know it wasn't that bad when i last had it but it's definitely the cheapest of beers right is that like the it's cheapest? one of the cheaper um, right? What's I know cheapest? a
0: certain person that's a, a cousin Eddie type that likes Bush, and <laughs> they, I, maybe the beer fits the drinker with that brand. I don't know. Possibly.
1: <laughs> it does it? You know what? Bravo on uh, whoever uh, made that decision. You know, they could have easily gone for like Budweiser or whatever it was like a hot thing or whatever or whatever, and, and maybe there's it was blatant product placement, but I think it was character like development. Like no. This is, a, this is a cheap dude. He was kind of not necessarily broke. He had five grand, after all, buried in different parts. It's definitely
0: character development. He's he's the guy that gets deals and doesn't blow that dough. That's why he has a bunch of money buried in the front yard for Clark at the end, because he's not getting air conditioning. He goes to the casino, does that. I mean, in one scene, he comes back in a, like a scuba. He's out there in the pool and gets in (laughs) trouble and has to have Clark vouch for him. That's a guy that's making the most out of everything.
1: He is making the most out of his life. I didn't think of that. Wow. (laughs)
2: Well, you mentioned how uncle, cousin. Cousin Eddie. An uncle uncle to
1: Russ, though. An uncle to Russ. So he's an uncle. Uh, Yeah, he
2: is. You can never have too many uncles. Uh uh. And Clark's an uncle, too. That's true. Every yeah. uncle is a blessing, is what my family <laughs> said growing up.
1: <laughs> yep. Couldn't but, agree more.
2: But Eddie sa- saves the day. You mentioned he has all this money buried in the dirt, uh-huh. uh, which is a huge a huge deal, because Clark gambles everything away and then is, needs Eddie to save him. And, yeah, that is true.
0: Yeah, to put it in perspective, I think uh, we're talking – Nineteen ninety seven this comes out and Clark got the bonus and loses twenty three grand. Jesus so Eddie Eddie helps him out, but then they go to um basically like the downgraded casinos where they're not playing regular games.
1: Now I gotta ask, are those real? I know they're probably not as outrageous in the film, but are there like shopping plaza casinos? Not, that offer more than just like you know your basic slot machines and sh- electronic slots or whatever. Like, I'm not
2: old enough to go to Vegas. I'm <laughs> only thirteen.
1: That is true. But you you're still you
2: could
0: go to dude. Vegas, leaves. You can go to. You can't there's go not going to fun parts. Just like yeah. the kids. But as we learned from the film, which is why we watch films, you could get a fake ID right outside, just like Clark's oldest.
1: That's right, yeah. That is spot on. I mean, and it's a very good idea as well. He just took it right there in the middle of the strip. <laughs> you know, I, I I I don't mean to interrupt right now, but, like, I, I don't know if you guys would recall this. Did you, either of you watch uh, Workaholics? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Do you remember the episode where they want a trip to Reno from, like, a dodgeball tournament or some shit?
0: Yeah, yeah. They get to, like, take this car to reno
1: at the end <laughs> right right and they were singing this song reno las vegas reno las vegas i just love that song i still sing it to this day yeah, that is a good song it is a Quite good song catchy. yeah and uh, it could be very confusing because i would imagine reno would be in las vegas like, just inside but it's not so fun geography fact for those at home there is something that came up
0: uh Rather early in the film, that I wanted to ask you about Franklin, because uh, I know we're in the same age range. Mm-hmm. So I imagine that this horn dog family with the super dad and the super horned up son was quite an inspiration. And Clark actually tries to join the Mile High Club with his wife about like five minutes in, and <laughs> I was wondering if you if you like the technique or if you've had any experience yourself.
1: Now, I will admit, I thought once that the Mile High Club was just, you know, jacking it in an airplane. Turns out I was wrong. I got corrected. Uh, it's also known, if you guys maybe maybe you know this, maybe you don't, know, um, as the Air Sex Society. Did you know that? I never heard that. The Air Sex Society, Frank Reynolds coined it. <laughs> he says, I'm going to be the first man to have sex in an airplane, and I will dub it the term the air sex society and then dennis corrected him saying it was already called the mile high club which is a better name which i disagree but uh as far as the technique um i mean yeah beverly d'angelo so of course i admire any means necessary of you know you know making the sex which i've done six times not bragging or anything beverly Um,
0: is quite the wife it's, this is it's just, quite understandable that uh, yeah. I don't know where the Griswolds lived even. I think it might be Chicago. And yeah, that's I a think really Chicago, long right. flight, it so is. it's understandable to need to hit the bathroom after your wife did. But he kind of messes yeah. up. He walks in on a little boy about a little younger than Sleeves <laughs> oh, on no. accident, oh. I
1: think. <laughs> that's a bad move. Uh, well, didn't, you know he get blue, didn't he get that blue bleach water? Sorry. Yeah,
2: they both okay. do. She gets her foot stuck in the toilet and then his right. hand
1: gets blue trying to pull it out. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I am an, uh, I am an expert or a spurt on this film, but sometimes the movies do blend together. In this film, is this one where he almost gets into an accident looking at the other side of the road talking to a, you know, a blonde body? Okay.
2: Me and Bobby had to talk about this. We couldn't remember. The thing is,
1: it happens again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the other movies that you that you're not as big of a fan of, uh-huh. uh, I think it's the first one when they go to Wally World, which right. obviously isn't as good as Vegas Vacation. They don't say it stays in Wally World. <laughs> no, no. But, uh, no, no. But he sees yeah. he sees that model, and then they bring it back in the '97 Vegas, where it's the same girl in a Corvette. And oh, he's, fuck!
1: Like, playing games with her on the highway. <laughs> I mean, what was her end game? Can we talk about her end game here? The I mean, what is she trying to do? Like lure him to fuck somewhere? Uh, yes, like, she's trying on. to get
2: nutted in because <laughs> in Vegas vacation he sees her again. Jesus Christ! In the same car, but this time she has a baby in the back right. seat. I and mean, she did. License fuck. plate says "Mama." <laughs> but she I love that position. She was
0: still interested, so that was always the end game. like you're saying, Sleeves. She saw all his kids in the back and knew he was potent like
1: Uncle or Cousin Eddie. (laughs) Yeah, okay, wow. The National Lampoon's universe is really something here, that they would follow up on a a very essential character as Hot Girl in Corvette number one. Uh, I mean, I'm glad they had... We had some closure on her character, I suppose. She had a family... Uh, or, you know, a child. And bra- brava to her. Still, I, I mean, is she really trying She's to get Eddie still to very,
2: She's p- still very attractive.
1: Yeah, still very attractive. Of course, we're empowering women, letting them know in that film in Vegas Vacation, she is pregnant and still attractive. And, you know, so can all of you. But my thing is <laughs> so she wants him to pull over and then, like, lead the oh, family. I think in the it's car. one of
0: those I catch you at the next exit. Oh, the rest and, stop. You know, then it's fate is letting you know if you should really do it. If the next exit has the hotel and it's not just like the nasty
1: rest stop. Jesus. Have you guys had many experiences at rest stops before? No bad experiences. No bad? Just,
2: just regular okay. pull over and potty.
1: I had, a, I had a strange experience at one. Tell us. Uh, yeah, I uh, went to a rest stop uh, on the way to Orlando, beautiful Orlando, Florida. Uh, and there was a guy there with kind of like, uh, there's like a big, big police guard there. It's like, okay. And, uh, I think he was letting like a criminal piss there. Cause I'm pissing too. And this guy's just like, kind of looks like, uh, I don't know, just like a, a hot, like a Matthew McConaughey type. like how's it going i'm like doing well man (laughs) and it's like yeah i wish i could say the same And (laughs) you know i'm walking out i still see this like fucking police guard there, kind of like ready to fucking act or some shit i'm like i wonder if he's just there waiting for that guy to like come back out like you know it's just just a bad situation there guys you know you were alone with this man yeah i guess i was (laughs) so it's a lot like when kramer got on the plane with that Serial killer. <laughs> well, it was a rest stop. I I could be, I could leave at any at any point. I was just pissing, you know. I'm but the not...
2: similarities.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. He, well, wasn't it George on the no flight with him after he, met, after he mentioned, you know, there's a blurb about me here. And the guy goes, a blurb? Oh, yeah. yeah. Look at the cover.
0: fucked your Seinfeld up. Their sleeves. You should have okay. better. Now, it's Now Kramer. Right. both on the plane. But Kramer was like,
1: things. He, Kramer got his hair, he pulled his hair back and said, hey, remember me? Remember me? You cheated me out of rent, and he kept pulling his hair back to like show how he would look five years ago or whatever. <laughs> you know, strange thing about Kramer is he's not even racist. That's what's so crazy about it. That is crazy. <laughs> so so back to uh, so we yeah. covered the, the hot uh, uh, Bobby. You brought up the best point uh, off air. Chevy Chase is the rock. Chevy Chase
0: is the true superhero in this. Um, he, he's Dwayne It's, it's impressive how they tied in that model. Right. And, you know, maybe the MC universe could learn from the National Lampoons. And he's really Mm -hmm. a superhero in this himself anyways. When he gets to the dam, some
1: interesting thing happens. He climbs the dam. Yeah. That's crazy. A flat surface. He's almost breaking it. Yeah, he is. I mean.
2: It's a true testament to Chevy Chase. He's such a powerful human being. Truly. Chevy, you mean?
1: Yeah, I, I think you said Chevy. I think you said Chevy, like the car. It, yeah, that's regardless. Yeah, regardless, he's so powerful. I mean, he, there. He, it, you might be confused, like, why is this guy a sex symbol? He has Beverly D'Angelo, another babe. You know, like, why? But we saw why, because he can climb to Hoover Dam after destroying it a little bit, which is not even entirely his fault. He just took out that one little rock there, like. Not his fault not his fault like that's his there man like thankfully his daughter had the pack of gum <laughs> the pack of uh, gum to
0: for 20 seconds with him <laughs> is that science
1: got.
2: that's that's <laughs>
0: science yeah
1: just put a thing of gum there that's <laughs> Problem how solved? it works
0: Jesus Christ and I will take the time of the damn to note that Eddie once again, just is so smart he does a family vacation and then fished at the dam so he's bringing (laughs) supper back for the rest of them
1: he's putting food on the table to his uh his young son who's uh pierced his mouth shut uh and his daughter who's uh an exotic dancer we should clarify you know yes and he taught her the moves he taught her the moves and you know sometimes you know you, you might be critical of a man teaching a, a woman provocative moves. Daddies, no. But daddies, no. I mean, that's gross. But, like, <laughs> but like he, knows, he knows what gets him going. He knows what other scumbags are going to be into. He embraces, he embraces her, his daughter's profession. So that's pretty woke. And uh, he even not only embraces it, but totters some moves along the way to really bring in the bacon. So, again, great family dynamics in this film. Well,
2: and you're talking about how how powerful he is, how Chevy Chase is so powerful. He's so much like The Rock, and mm-hmm. he can climb the, the oh, dam. Uh, then he goes through all this tr- turmoil. Uh, everything goes completely wrong on this trip. It was supposed to be a celebration of success, and he has to save the day. He literally has to go through every means to rescue his family he
1: saves his wife from sexual assault from uh wayne newton now, now hold up just a moment was was that sexual assault by wayne newton because uh, i'm not again i'm just trying to clarify because she she wasn't but she she was resisting though right she just was to not be impressed. clear
0: and obviously it'd be weird for wayne newton to play a predator if he is a predator. So all of <laughs> this true. is in the movie-verse, and allegedly. But in the movie, he's a creep, kind of. Okay,
1: yeah, he is a creep. Don't get me wrong. He's trying to seduce a married woman, whatever. Uh, uh, I wasn't sure if she was really into it, or if he just, like, interrupted it. If, if Chevy just interrupted, her, or Clark, I should say, interrupted and she, okay. like, came to her senses once he showed up.
2: She doesn't say no.
1: Right. But so no, I think no, she, she does. Say, she, no,
0: she, he, he goes in for the kiss. Oh, okay. And she says... No, Wayne, no. Okay, okay Chevy, so Wayne is like a creep. A, like a real rock star, like Dwayne Johnson, just bust <laughs> a, a tour bus into the mansion and saves her all in one instant.
1: Yeah, so, right. so let me, to, 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 to clarify, I'm just uh, getting some uh, refresher on the film here. Wayne Newton is a creep, so I just yeah. want that to be stated. Total I wasn't sure. Creep. Yeah, total creep, and then... Clark Griswold, like you said, like hero. The Rock. Yeah, that's hero. a hero. Well, that's yeah. just
2: the first member of his family that he saves. Because then after that, they go save the daughter. Or do they save the son? They go save the son. Did, did, did he need saving? The, you know, maybe, the son, maybe from the those son guys who,
0: This is an interesting fact, actually, Franklin. Uh, he doesn't need saving. They kind of ruin his life to, <laughs> to help like, even out their own. Because no, no, we, yeah. we've skipped over it, but the first time the son gambles after getting his, his good fake ID, <laughs> he wins a car. It's a nice little, like, white Ford, you know, totally <laughs> yeah. presentable on a, a date with somebody that's not completely out of your league. Absolutely. And then he just wins more cars, and then he gets his mafia ties.
1: <laughs> now, now, maybe he did need saving, because those guys kept saying... uh Hey, something from Utah. What was his name? In the, what was his fake name? Uh, I don't know if Mr. Papa Daddy. It was no, no it, was, Close. it was like it was, uh, it was. It was like Brian from Utah. You I, know, I wanted to say
0: it was Papa Giorgio, and I forget it, the first name they give him. Yeah, have it written Nick. down
1: somewhere. I think it's Nick Papa
2: Giorgio. It, it, it,
1: you're right. It is Nick Papa Giorgio. So like, hey, uh, Nick from Utah. You know, let's go get our back. Let's go get a back rub. You ever get in a massage like? They kept these old guys really wanted to kept getting a uh, Nick Papa Giorgio uh, a massage. The game and he worked in software. Cool. Yeah. They, uh, once they got
0: him to loosen up and enjoy his massage, they started spoiling him a little bit with. I think they showed him the nice places to get the suits. Maybe bought him one even. That's Be- true. Because at that the end, suit. what what his uh, his super dad does is pull him out of a jacuzzi with babes. Out of an orgy, he's actually made it to his sweet
1: party. He he interrupted a orgy about to happen. Now, granted, that orgy would have been with babes and two really old dudes, but there's still <laughs> a lot of babes there. Like, you know, you don't have to focus on your dudes who, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, Clark, Uh, you know. He kind of ruined it. He did.
2: But, but security was looking for the kid.
0: Because Clark spoke, oh okay, though. Not to dent our hero. Every hero's complex and oh, makes yeah, choices we might not agree with. Clark dropped dime on him. Yeah, he kind of narked him out.
1: Yeah, so that's when they figured it out. They comped him the room. Yeah, okay. So at that point, we are rooting for problematic figures because uh, Nick Papa, drew, uh, you know, I'm he broke the law. I'm always
2: rooting for problematic figures. Oh, of
1: course, but... Basically, at this point, we have a man in debt in Clark Griswold. You know, we have another guy, an identity thief, uh, and yeah. and Rusty. in Rusty, of yeah, he and is let's an identity. Not yeah,
0: lose track of the daughter. She, we talked about this after watching it. By the end of the movie, when she's saved, she's like a day away from just living in Vegas and
1: working the pools. It seems like. Right. Right. So they. They first go to that abandoned sign yard with the daughter. She gets taken by uh, Eddie's daughter. I mean Eddie. Yeah. So Eddie's kid basically take her to uh, what? Like that? Is that? Is it, I guess it's a famous just, place in Vegas. Like I have those, no idea. They're it was like just dancing a cool on the sign. The
0: dance. It looked like I guess. Yeah. On on giant advertising. Of it like was like Vegas on like the time. welcome
1: to Vegas sign. That she climbed to the top and she's dancing to that song. Like you know, uh, you know. I forgot the name of the song, but, yeah, I'm not going to sing it for you guys. I, I only sang once. Like, <laughs> it's like, from the rooftop, shouting out. Oh, Shout that is out. the song. Good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm ready to go. Uh, fun fact, also in this movie, uh, Toby Huss, also known as Artie, the strongest fan in the world, also from Mad Men, he's a Frank Sinatra impersonator in this. So. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I yeah. didn't know that. The See, this is
2: why you're the expert. Yeah.
1: So, this guy, fresh off of being already the strongest man in the world, he finds great work, you know, so bravo, but back to Audrey Griswold she's uh kind of tired of this humdrum life in the Midwest, and she meets an exciting figure and somebody who's free in uh, Eddie's daughter, yeah uh cousin Vicky, I should say right it's cousin Vicky Vicky is it, Vic? is it Vicky. Vicky yeah, cousin I think it's Vicky. cousin Vicky so and you know she's she starts. I don't know. She didn't. She didn't need a summer job, you know. But yeah. I guess there is too many everybody, porn dogs in Vegas. Yeah,
2: it. Everybody needs a summer job. They sure. all
0: they all start pretty good. Clark they do. had raised all of them well for the most part. They're just a little too horny, but mm-hmm. that's average, you know, around that age. Yeah, and they're all. She got a summer job, and then Papa Giorgio's making bank. I mean, yo, really could really get mad at your kid because something we haven't said is it's kind of a heist in the end. They get oh, away with right. four cars under a completely illegal name. They're going to have to sell those cars or scrape engine blocks or something. Yeah, It, really is,
2: yeah. it really is a huge heist because Cl- Clark loses all his money, and then in the end, he saves his family. They win the money from the old man because he dies.
1: That should go to his estate.
2: But he gave him the ticket. It should have gone to ticket? his estate. No,
1: no, no. He said, well, you know what? He, there was a... He whispered something. No, Clark did say, well, today you're a member of the Griswolds. And he's like, thanks. uh, That means the world to me. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he gets
0: the honorary membership. That's that's pretty clutch. (laughs) I haven't ever had that with anybody's
1: family. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. So, I mean, if I just, like, make somebody an honorary member of my family, like, if I die, they get my money? That sucks.
2: Well, he had no one else. And then they took the ticket. He dropped it on the floor.
1: Right, right, yeah. So... Again, a little problematic there, but you know we're not going to judge the Griswolds necessarily harshly for that. They give, they spoke to a man for for a minute, I suppose, and it made it seem like that was a good deed. Come on. Well, either way,
2: they heisted that money from the old man.
1: Oh, it was in Ocean's Eleven. You know, it, I feel like uh, the uh, guy from Ocean's Eleven, portrayed by Elliot Gould. Uh, I feel I forgot his name. I I do apologize to Elliot Gould's character. Uh, Actually, fuck. I got to look it up now. It's killing me. But uh, so it's the understandable. Ocean, is, yeah. Ellie so, deserves. Remember in Ocean's Eleven where he's like, there's three uh, people in Vegas who've uh, even gotten, the, you know, who's who've tried a heist and even got the closest out of the door. One guy smelled fresh air when the doors open and like he got like beat up by security. You know, the, the other guy actually got to breathe fresh air and, you know, got tackled in front of the car. The other guy actually ran like 20 feet outside of the car and then just got shot, you know, and he was like the most successful. But they neglected to mention Clark Griswold, the man who actually (laughs) got the money out of there and drove out of the city limits. So I feel like he should have mentioned that.
0: The Griswolds might have already crushed Vegas before. That's why there's so much heightened security when Matt Damon and everybody's coming around, I think, because the Griswolds have been through.
1: So his name was, starting up. his name was Ruben Tishkoff. Ruben from Oceans 11, 12, and 13, and 8. That's right, he's an 8. That's special, you get to be an 8 as well. Mm Mm-hmm, only him and the little dude.
2: Nice. Well, okay, so they heist that money. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they go, they do an epic car heist. Because the sun has won four cars.
1: Mm Mm-hmm, and they all drive away in one.
2: They all drive away in cars that aren't. They aren't even there. They're they register them.
1: The Papa Georgios. Yeah. <laughs> like, why didn't they give one to Eddie? They, they should him Eddie, money. Eddie should have got a car.
0: He actually, and that fits. They really do shit on Eddie. He just got maybe a little more money than he gave. They don't really clarify. Maybe he gets a little stack at the end. But Eddie was scrounging, working out there to get. He gives him a hundred dollars. From the time he had his kidney removed. Jesus Christ. And then man. they just slide out of town with the cars back to Chicago.
1: Oh, here's the money we we took from you that I wasn't gonna pay you back, but I guess I did so I'm a good guy. You know, that's kinda whack, but Yeah. Uh, they
2: they owed him a kidney or a
1: or a, a car. Hummer. Yeah. Give him a Hummer, you know? Yeah. Let him have the Hummer. That's the yeah. only thing I would change. Uh, if you
2: have me. an extra free Hummer, give it to Eddie.
1: I mean you have four fucking cars, man. Yeah. Seriously, like one of like okay, Clark, you don't get a car, actually. You kind of fucked things up and got them in the hole. So your wife gets a car, your two kids get one. That other car goes to Eddie. I'm sorry. Like, you know, let him drink his bush beer out of there. Uh it's yeah, it's unfair. He earned it. Yeah, he did. So also, we have uh, cameos by Siegfried and Roy uh, before the uh, the, the Siegfried
0: and Roy section is impressive. Um, Clark gets to be in the performance, actually. Right,
1: right. He should have been compensated financially for that. But uh, that no scene well. scares me yes. because
2: <laughs> one of my biggest fears is being turned into a tiger, and that's <laughs> what happens in this movie. I can't <laughs> imagine being turned into such a. Beast, a vicious beast. That's I mean, my, for, it's terribly yeah. frightening.
1: And like Vin Diesel said in Furious, 7, in Furious 7, nothing sadder than the beast locked in its cage. True, true. Oh, and the uh, the lady in the uh, the red Corvette or whatever was Christine Brinkley. Should have known. That's like the Christine icon. Christine Brinkley, yeah. It was but a red Ferrari. I'm sorry. She's yeah, just she's like,
0: a, a normal model and not a, a Baywatch person, right? Yeah.
1: No, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, uh, I, I forgot her. She was in a few Billy Joel music videos and like, you know, she did some photography though. She was big uh, in photography actually. Like I I know she covered some of the, uh, some of the big boxing matches at some point, but uh, yeah, she was a quintessential 90s babe and not a, not a Baywatch person at all. So good on her, you know,
2: there there's a, speaking of Baywatch, there's a lot of bikinis in this movie. (laughs) Did you count
1: them? I didn't do a keeny count. Unfortunately. I wish you guys did. Did you do one?
2: I didn't. I did it, It'd have been hard. I, there is a
1: lot. It's a big count. Okay, more than I, Chris Jericho, Cruz, but that's way not hard. more. That's not difficult. Uh, another cameo. So yeah, we're over to Siegfried and Roy. It was you know a fun little appearance here, and we have Chris. Another one. Uh, Wallace Shawn. Uh, he was a teacher in Clueless. I've compared him to like a good-looking version of Clint Howard, is what Wallace Shawn is. He's a bald man. He's the blackjack dealer. Who's there? Yeah. You've come again, Mr. Griswold. Yeah. Oh, why don't you make it easier for me and give me your wallet? <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah, he's great, man. He is great. Like that's a that's he's a villain. He is a he, villain. He essentially
0: bankrupts Clark all by himself. They actually show Clark on a bit of a win streak mm-hmm. and then he just cleans him out and he kinda threatens Clark, which <laughs> I'll commend him. He didn't, you know, take the wrong way. The guy said I'll take you out back kick you in the nuts, take half your money,
1: and save some time, but <laughs> well, I missed that. Yeah, yeah I, I recall that. I feel like that was a warning almost. Like, dude, you're in the wrong city. Like, I have to take your money. I'm not forced, you know, I am forced to. Like, he is trying to kind of hint at him almost. He's not necessarily a villain. He's like, dude, this is going to keep happening. You need to slow this shit down, man. Like, I know he's doing it in a more... A uh, threatening manner, I, I would imagine, but it's also like a warning of sorts that Clark should have uh, heeded. Just my yeah, opinion. Yeah,
0: they the dealer was brutal on him. They treated him much better at the sort of uh, Carney Vegas. They still took his money. I'm wondering, Franklin, if these are the tables you can pick from. What's your game? They have a uh, pick a number. I think it's <laughs> one through ten. They play war, rock paper scissors, <laughs> and guess which hand. I'm going rock, paper, scissors, and even yeah. on top of that, I think I'm throwing rock every time.
1: True Max
0: Mayer style.
1: <laughs> Is that a Max Mayer move? I didn't know that. Max,
0: you don't you don't know the story of the rock?
1: No, 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 please oh, go, fill I, me in.
0: I feel awkward telling somebody else's tale, but- Right. But most of the bug verse knows um, he has a rock in the trunk, I think, that you know, in case you run into the wrong hombre, maybe.
1: Oh, so he's got Oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's that's a pretty cool story. Shit, man. I mean, uh Pete and Pete had a, a paper a guy named a villain named Papercut who uh always won even if you use scissors, he would cut you with one of his sharp papers and uh it was the first villain little Pete Ooh, had to he, take he, on his own. He figured out how to beat the game. Yeah, he did. He did. But then little Pete cheated cuz he's like the paper rock scissors and Pete's like molten hot magma. It's like Fuck you, dude. <laughs> fuck you, bazooka. Like, yeah, no shit, dude. Get the fuck out of here, man. Like, yeah, bazooka beats paper. <laughs> yeah, bazooka beat. You know, that kid just fucking scratch you with paper, and you went away running to Artie, and Artie kind of left town and got a job as a shoe salesman or whatever. And you, you come in and break the rules of this game. A paper rock and say bazooka. Nah, fuck out of cheating. here, man. That's cheating, dude. Yeah. That is cheating. At least a rock is still honorable, you know. Well, I like these the the games, Eddie,
2: at the because the, these those those games are at a casino that Eddie takes uh, Clark to.
1: Now, now in this casino, I feel like it's at a shopping plaza with like you know, um, like maybe modern day would be like a T-Mobile store might be there, you know, a Subway. You know, I I wonder what other shady operations are at this shopping plaza.
0: It's definitely a shopping plaza vibe. It just looks like that downgraded vegas like it's the flea mm-hmm. market uh yes. casino, it it's like a flea like.
1: market yes yes now you asked me what game would i play uh i, I agree with you with paper rock scissors because i feel like paper rock scissors would be the hardest to cheat in i feel like uh guess which hand that's uh <laughs> you know there's some <laughs> tricks involved here there's some tricks like they can make whatever item they have dissolve obviously
0: you know? uh certain games like pick a number for suckers
1: yeah, it's like seven four. <laughs> like okay. <laughs> Thanks, Frank, guy.
2: I'm holding something in my hand. <laughs> if you can guess which hand and guess what I'm holding. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know. There might be some sort of prize. Do you wanna try?
1: Yeah, I wanna try. Okay. Okay, guess. Uh left. Yeah.
2: Yes <laughs> Now can you guess what I'm holding in my left
1: okay, hand? Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, give me a second. Okay. Uh car keys oh what no, is it it's, m- it's my uh car
2: key yeah you know, yeah car keys we'll say car keys
1: okay well I, I, quick decisions <laughs> yeah i hope it wasn't something else it was something else oh no car oh, keys a- car keys oh, no. sound better oh no it's not a family uh, show i don't know what's
0: uh what are you throwing rock and rock paper scissors if you're playing okay Franklin? good
1: you know 'm I'm, I'm throwing uh I'm throw fuck that's tough man you know every time man I mean I only throw scissors you know what uh i I would throw paper actually I would I throw, not between yeah, would all be of me. us
0: if we play at the same time <laughs> the same one of us we'll is, win we're gonna fuck this <laughs> unless, dealer up when we <laughs> unless go to that guy goes,
1: goes bazooka <laughs> like thanks Cheating. guy. Jeez. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah.
0: They they might have had a sign on the wall: no bazookas.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Well. Yeah. Uh, it's, I I I'm more taken aback by the uh, the food choices there. There was like a blue. There's a buffet. Meat. Yeah. There's yeah. a buffet and there's like yep.
2: blue meat and it's like you want the chicken or the beef. And then they switch it. They say, "Oh, that's that's actually the chicken." Yeah. And Eddie asked for like a scoop of the yellow. <laughs> Eddie has <laughs> an iron yellow.
0: stomach from cooking chicken on
1: rocks in the desert, so he just <laughs> goes through whatever. <laughs> yeah, as an IBS survivor, not a victim, uh, as an IBS survivor, I think I would, the safe bet for me. You guys, what would you get? Because I would get the blue. I'm going. I'm going
0: yellow. You gotta go yellow the yellow. Is
1: the color nowadays? Uh, okay. Oh, it's to support Kate. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's all in support of Kate.
1: Nice. Okay.
2: I. would I'd probably go with yellow because okay. it looks closest to real food than <laughs> that's blue. True.
1: That's true. because yellow could be cheese, it could be a macaroni type thing. Blue, yeah. it's like what did you like a poor thing of blue rain in there and like I don't fruit roll ups. I don't know ma- Yeah, mushrooms? fruit roll ups. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, that's you know, you guys are right. Uh I think we'd all go with yellow. I changed my mind. You're, I'm I I like blue, it's one of my favorite colors, but uh overall, you know, yellow is also closest to <clears throat> is Gold, Gold yes. so, yeah. I think one. the
0: blues, the dessert.
1: Anyways, actually, that makes more sense. Yeah, like a sweeter taste. You know. Yeah. yeah. How,
2: how do you think? How do you think it tastes if you made green?
1: Green, again. Uh, I I mixed I, the blue and yellow. Oh, okay. So it'd be an earthy taste. It'd kind of be like a salad, <laughs> actually. You know, let me get your salad. And then it's just mixing the two together. And it's kind well, of. Well, green, green, green's healthy. Green's healthy. You can't tell me green's not healthy, man. Had my you greens know? today at the casino. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Had my, did you eat your veggies today? Yeah, I had my greens today at the casino, Ma. I'm good on my greens. I just need my other colors. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> lordy what a film so much to take in guys so much to take in
2: you know i think what's what's your biggest takeaway i think my biggest takeaway is eddie eddie is definitely he he pulls at my heart strings and he makes me feel ways i didn't know i could feel and he makes
1: he makes me realize the person i want to be that's wow that's beautifully said he's the only one with like a, a healthy family dynamic but uh i'm still gonna relate to russ uh we all want to be a Mr. Papa Giorgio in our own right. We all want to get uh, massages with strange old Italian guys and uh, go to orgies with those same guys later. Every you know day in my life. And he, was, and he also grew up to uh, date Jennifer Love Hewitt uh, a year or two later, actually, you know, even though she was with uh, Mike, Mike, uh, Mike Dexter, the uh, coolest guy in school, she still chose uh, Nick Papa Giorgio before his winning, so. Or after his winnings, you know. He at least I mean, drove a dope car, so I want to be him. I feel like okay, you know, a horny young person. I will always be able to relate to that character, sure, uh, as long as I live, hopefully. What what car did he get at the end? I forgot which car. Um, I, got,
2: yeah.
0: I think Clark drives the big uh, the big black like '90s military jeep. Mm-hmm. Papa Giorgio might take the red viper.
1: I can't. Uh, yeah, remember I think he took the red sure. viper. You're right. I think he definitely took a red viper. And his okay. and his sister took like, a like white one, a white car.
2: How do those? How do you think those cars hold up to a Miata?
1: Oh, they don't. They don't hold the di- They don't. You know, they don't hold a candle to them. You yeah. know, Miata is just only room for two, so it's very suggestive. You know, if you
0: if you play a slot and win a Miata. You don't need to play any more slots while you're in Vegas. No. I think the Viper's the last car, and obviously you stop after that because they just didn't have a Miata one.
1: Right, 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 right. So if you win a Miata in Vegas, you're done. Drive around the Strip. A babe is bound to hop in. According to this film, there's a lot of bikinis just roaming around Vegas left and right. One of those bikinis is going to pop in the Miata and then that oh, Kini yeah. might pop off later. If you hey, catch my drift. I and, do. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that would be the go-to move, you know, just kind of, there's a lot of guys. Uh, so you guys know, I live uh, fairly close to uh, Miami beach and there's a strip called Lincoln road. It's a kind of an outdoor mall, but very touristy, but also very, you know, still kind of cool. I suppose uh, a lot of babes go there, you know, it's just, it's a, uh, you know, it's just like your, your regular outdoor mall sure, you know, on South beach. And, uh, there's always, uh, I used to work at a tanning salon not too far from there, uh, and there would always be dudes, and the move would be, like, park their car, uh, you know, their topless car somewhere, talk on their phones to get some attention, and then, like, leave, like, trying to get women to notice them in their fucking, you know, in their car, in their Vipers or their Mustangs or what have you. Uh, it's a very, it's a big, um, it was a bit very big Miami Beach move to just kind of, like, drive around and, like, hey. I I drive this car. Now, and I don't know if that works. I don't now, know. Now when you
2: say you worked there, do you mean you worked in that parking lot doing that pretending no. to be your
1: friend? <laughs> no, no. I worked at a tanning salon just uh basic register shit and have been okay. not for too long. Okay, okay. Not yeah. to go too much in on uh
0: your home state, Franklin, no, but uh it does seem like people, and this is something I've heard your uncle talking about. People mm-hmm. like to peacock in the Sunshine State and like flashing the cars. Last time I was there, I remember being uh, at like a, a Bubba Gumps and people doing that ghost riding shit yeah. outside front and just, you know, trying to get ladies in their bikinis. It's mm-hmm. understandable. I don't know if the <laughs> technique works.
1: Now, you were at the Bubba Gumps at Bayside.
0: No, uh, the last time I was in Florida, I just went to uh, Fort Lauderdale. So Fort Lauderdale, okay, your so you're area. at the Bubba
1: Gump's in that, in that area. Okay, I've never been to that one. The one in Bayside, uh, I've gotten there a lot with uh, Bugmain. Main, uh, and there's a, uh, a walk of fame, a Bayside walk of fame. A mall having a walk of fame is a fascinating idea. And, and on that walk of fame, there's only like four celebrities. Uh, one of them is uh, Kevin Hart. The other is uh, Paul Blart. Not nice. Kevin James, just Paul Blart as a Very star. Very cool. He accepted it on his Segway in character at Bayside in a fucking 90-degree day. Impressive. Uh, the other is like uh, right Along 2, the movie, has a star. You know, I guess the whole... <laughs> not, the, the whole. not the original? <laughs> no. right Along 2 has a star <laughs> with uh, Paul Blart and uh, Kevin Hart. And uh, and then the other star actually went to another movie as well. I think he went, actually, I think it went to Rio, Rio Two as well. So, uh, so yeah, would this cool be?
0: Uh, I I'll knock on wood here in the Bobby Studios. <laughs> yes, um, this would be your your walk of fame, maybe someday a Franklin and a main out there.
1: I would hope so. I would really hope so. I mean, like it'd be very cool to like if anybody deserves.
0: Of- to be yeah. with Paul Blart and ride along too.
1: You know she what? Guys. I found another one here. Uh, you know what? Kevin James does have a star. I I, I do correct. It, uh, he does have a, an individual star for himself. But Magic Mike has a star. Wow. As well. I also I'll say Channing Tatum also has one. Jamie Fox. I'm gonna send you guys these photos later on I, uh, Twitter. Okay. Yeah. If those if those folks have stars, I'm
2: gonna say. You and Uncle to Uncle and yeah. Uncle Franklin are shoe-ins. It sounds like I hope films so. with the number two in them. <laughs> <I'm> a star. <laughs> <laughs> and local honks.
1: Yeah. Now, Jada Pinkett Smith might be the most deserving of all of them. So, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: I yeah. respect
0: Jada. She's very
1: open-minded. That's
2: the most respectful star on that walk, for sure.
1: True, true that. I don't know well, Channing Tatum. He seems like a cool guy, but yeah. And maybe after Paul Blart. Maybe after Paul Blart. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? He I was confused because he did accept the star in character, mustache, Segway, Yeah. Again, I got. I'll send you these photos later. You guys. He's a man. method
0: actor, I believe.
1: <laughs> a he doesn't get out of character till the uh, after the DVD uh, commentary.
0: Yeah, you got to have that personality for. <laughs> the blu-ray uh release parties afterwards <laughs> or whatever
1: god okay andy garcia has it as well okay i thought there was less i guess they're all scattered throughout i was just going through the ones me and bug saw off the top of my head but yeah uh this is bayside you guys uh i highly recommend it um uh, me and bug dine at the hooters at bayside if you ever go on a uh on a bug main or F- and franklin reality <laughs> tour like the P- like the peterman reality tour the uh hooters at bayside we've, we've dined there quite a bit and uh, the Blue martinium in, in uh, Palm Beach as well is another hot spot of ours. So Okay. Yeah, just so you get the full the full tour of how, you know, it feels to sure. live like us. If you ever yeah. decide to do that. To live like you for a day. I suppose so, yeah. <laughs> you know, wake up at 11 a.m. and, uh, you know, down some energy drinks and post for like two hours and then <laughs> go to the strip mall.
2: Nice. Yeah.
1: Well... Is there anything else we need to talk about the
2: movie? I think we covered it all. They heist the cars, and everybody comes out on top. It's really, yeah, yeah,
0: a remarkable family story where they just persevere and end up richer. It's really American, (laughs) and I'm glad I got to rewatch it because of this. And Franklin, thank you for coming on and doing our first episode, the Bobby Horror Picture Show. uh, It's been an honor. I could definitely see, you know... A repeat, maybe at the Hooters and yeah, town We'll see how I would good love the that. show goes. We're gonna try and put them out about once a week. So nice. stick with those folks. We want to have all sort of bug people, and you know, this is the first time I've got to meet you, Franklin. But I've been in the Bug Cult for almost a year. And right, right. And everybody's you guys are the getting close and looking towards uh twenty twenty Bug Con.
1: That's gonna be dope to meet and uh, chill out. Uh, one final note about the movie, it was distributed by the Warner Brothers, you know? So if you ever see those guys, you know, if you ever see the police, remember, like Warner Vegas Brothers. Vacation, Warner Brothers. Yeah. Exactly. Actually, ha. I totally overlooked that on my note. It was my <laughs> first note. That was the <laughs> first thing I noticed was that. <laughs> that's, But no, that's guys, it's been, a, it's been an honor, guys. Seriously. Yeah. I I can't wait to listen to more, I mean, to listen to your other episodes once you start recording them. I hope you guys get, it's going to be nice because like, I don't talk to like all the bug people as much as I would like. So then we get to learn a little bit about each character. You know, like, like we get to learn about each individual character and their own individual interesting stories that we didn't have a chance to like do at the uh, BugCon. But now we do, thanks to your, you guys are like exploring the Bugiverse in a sense. Yeah. I want, I want people to,
2: to know a little bit more about each other, maybe, and feel a little more comfortable at BugCon
1: 2020. Right, right, right. Yeah, that, you know what? That's a great goal. You know, so there's no more weird nervousness or like, oh, is this person going to be weird? Nobody at BugCon was weird, and you, you guys are doing a great service. You guys are merging the universes and us, giving us a background on the people behind the avatar and the handle, you know? A, a voice, a voice yes a voice another dimension so
2: yeah. guys i'm looking forward to it well frank do you want to tell everybody listen to uncle
1: uncle tell yeah him, guys tell them yeah. tell them listen to uncle to Uncles, a show i do with uh, at me out a guy for you my uncle howard we do it live from a king size bed you know every uh we have an interesting schedule sometimes it come mostly comes out on wednesdays uh we review cinema uh sometimes provide sex tips uh, we have nice. characters like Doctor Evil stop by on occasion, uh, and and also uh, other esteemed characters like the Guru Pitka might stop by, and and we get hacked sometimes, but uh, oh. by uh, Hydra's own uh, Arnim Zola. It's a show. It's a it's a show where there's no rules, you know, just right. It's like the Outback Steakhouse of podcasts.
2: Nice, That's and it's right. a family family show too. It sounds
1: like guys, get your nana. You know, when you listen to this, you know. Put plug it in. Pl- plug your iPod into the into a speaker, and uh, you know let your nana listen in. You know it is your nana's podcast.
0: Excellent. Well, Frank, thanks. thanks again. Thanks again, Frank. This was great,
1: and we'll be talking to you in the future. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much.